Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast, presented by the tech doctor, Ronan Leonard. Podcast. I'm moving to the DNA Belfast with uh, with with with, with, with uh, Connor and uh, also Pat from uh, Spruce. So guys, tell us about your background. Yeah, so uh, we're based in Dublin. Um, I have a background in computer science uh, from UCD, um, and I met Connor through a friend. Actually, I heard through the grapevine that he's planning something, and he had a business idea. I was looking for a business idea at the time. Uh, I wanted to get involved in something. I wanted to get involved in a startup. And I heard uh, through a friend that he had this idea for an on-demand laundry and dry cleaning app. And I was like, I did a bit of homework, quickly found out that something didn't exist in Ireland. And I was like, right, I have to get in contact with this guy. And uh, my background, yeah, so as Pat said, I, I met Pat through a friend at uni. I was doing a master's course in petroleum engineering. Uh, I'd. Uh, I'd then gone on to work uh, for a renewable energy company designing power plants, big yeah. renewable power plants, uh, and that was the part of the time when I started formulating this idea. I knew I needed someone who knew tech because I was proposing a tech idea and a laundry idea of which I knew nothing of either of them, so uh, Pat then approaching me uh, was just the best the best news yet. Then he's on Dragon's Den. Yeah. And then, uh, and then we were on Dragon's Den. So that was so we'd been, we had, um, we had founded the company and incorporated it on the I think the fifteenth or the nineteenth of May, and we started trading on the fifteenth of November. So we kind of turned that around very quickly, and then by. Uh, the Dragon's Den, which as you probably are aware, um, is filmed a few months in advance. Um, yeah. So we'd only been trading for about maybe three months at this point. So we were a very young company when we went onto the Dragon's Den, but you know, still, you know, still worked well for us. We clearly, uh, you know, we had Eleanor, which is exactly yeah, what we wanted. I, I met her earlier. I talked to her earlier. I'm a podcast. She was brilliant. She basically wants the best somebody who's got vision. Mm. And with you guys, she saw something that was that you had passion for the idea, and that helps as well. Yeah, like as I said, we were really young. Uh, we were a young company at the time, probably one of the youngest that ever gets investment on Dragonstone. So we're really glad that we went to her with pretty much we had a we had a track record. Our our turnover was small, but our our, our repeat use was growing. Our customer base was growing. We had all the positive signs, and we went to her with an idea, an idea that hadn't been done yet in Ireland. An idea that she clearly saw potential in. Yeah. I think she said herself that she invests in the people. She clearly saw something in us. So, like, we were delighted that she just gave us a chance. Um, and now we have her credentials and skills and contacts, and it's brilliant. You were saying earlier, one of you, Steve, one of you was kind of that kind of, you got two different guys, different skill sets that mm. go well together. Yeah, so, um, so there's a kind of, everyone always kind of uses Steve Wozniak and Steve Jobs as an example so <laughs> this is so big headed it sounds like I'm but, but it's yeah this, I, can, I think with, with myself and Pat we definitely have two completely different skill sets um, although there is overlap but I know nothing about tech as I say I was a yeah. petroleum engineer and Pat's background is in computer science so it was just um, you know in that respect it was kind of a match made in heaven we both I, I knew 
I knew uh, from through our, our mutual friend that Pat had uh, Pat had started small companies in the past, and also I knew that, uh, and this was kind of a, I don't know if I said this to you, but I knew that he did uh, white collar boxing as well. So I was like, okay, that says to me, oh, he's he's driven, you know. Yeah. So I was like, and then and then he he actually approached me before I was able to approach him. So it was like, oh, brilliant. Because I've seen guys start up, so they've got they all got the same skill sets. So how are you going to actually achieve success if you're all thinking the exact same? Mm. And every guy in your team's got a different ideas, take it to the box. And if you're all singing the same hymn sheet, you'll get nowhere because you're all going to be doing the exact same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to... You need a lot of skills in the team to, to get anything off, to get something off the ground. Um, we actually, you know, we have a few interns working for us. They're great guys um, and, like... They bring a lot to the table. You have to be able to, in a startup, you have to be able to, you know, voice your opinion, voice your ideas without fear of being shot down or anything like that. It's a, it's an open table, and kind of when you all bring different elements and different skills to the table, that's when you can when you really uh, bash out ideas and, and get stuff done. And it's 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 in a fun environment to work in and learn. Mm. And and I remember Eleanor saying very early on, uh, this was you know the weekend after we actually did the Dragon's Den and she called up and uh, I remember one thing that she said was uh, you you do everything you know well and you outsource everything else <laughs> and uh, yeah. fortunately everything we do well because Pat and I have uh, two slightly contrasting backgrounds uh, where the hell uh, you know petroleum engineering fits into this I don't know but um, two contrasting backgrounds we were able to cover the do what you can do well we, could, we were able to cover a lot of that ourselves, which meant the outsource everything else part was uh, we could afford because there wasn't that much left to do. So, you know, for in terms of minimum viable product and actually getting to a state Get where we there. were investable. Because yeah. Yeah. I guess some companies, when they start off, they don't know where they're going to, where they're, they're going to go, grow on the journey. And if, you, if, you haven't got, if you're not going to experiment or, or bring on board new skill sets, what's going to happen next? Yeah, I mean, we're we're, uh, we're we try and make ourselves fully aware of all all our skills deficits. Um, you know, obviously we've kind of we've suddenly got this exposure on the Dragon's Den. Um, we've not only increased our customer base, but we've also increased um, interest from uh, from you know the likes of you know obviously we're an on-demand laundry dry cleaning company yeah. from different laundrettes um, and all the rest and. Uh, and suddenly we're kind of we are we kind of realise that um, we, we very quickly found ourselves kind of overwhelmed with the amount of work. So we've suddenly having to think right. Well, we, we should probably consider now looking at uh, you know bringing other people in, expanding the company, and uh, yeah, as that's you know we don't have the answer to that yet. But yeah. at the moment, that's certainly something that we're kind of looking at. What is our skill deficit, and how can we kind of? And so you're getting guys to come in that actually can fill that gap. Yeah, yeah, you want to bring in like we're very fortunate in that the guys that we brought in are top guys. You yeah. know, you, we trust them. They get stuff done. They understand. They have their own ideas. They have their own ideas that we didn't even between me and Connor, we didn't even realize that were there. So it's very important for any startup that they have the right guys on board. Um, guys and girls, which we've not of yet. But uh, <laughs> any girls out there that want to join the team. Get in contact. But, uh, uh, preferably Rails developers. <laughs> preferably Rails developers. Um, yeah, but anyone that comes to the team brings their own little unique kind of um, 
character and skill set yeah. and you just want to make sure that they're, they're, they're fully invested fully involved mm. and fully unafraid and I guess you also tell them guys any ideas you have let me know because we want to think of something new and you're the guys that can help us so if you've got an idea that we haven't thought of give us, let us know what it is absolutely yeah and there's a uh there is this, um, you know, we, we kind of came into this, uh, you know, when I had the high-level idea of this on-demand laundry service, and, you know, Pat and I sat down, and Cormac, who was, uh, who was in the company at the time, and we, we kind of, we kind of, we almost copied the other guys uh, in terms of the big invested companies that had very recently kind of uh, spun up uh, in the UK, yeah. the overseas guys. And, uh, and then through kind of our own learnings and also through suggestions from our team you know because we now have a small but diverse team we kind of have managed to uh, and also from talking to the laundrettes uh, which is something that perhaps was an advantage of us uh, you know funding ourselves not having a huge amount of money uh, to play with so we couldn't really pursue you know any one idea with a huge amount of veracity and so we were able to kind of take on board people's ideas, you know, from inside the company, yeah. and uh, yeah. and we've kind of come to this point now where we're like, actually, think, there's a far easier way yeah, to do this. The key point is, I think, for 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 people who have an idea, is that you can actually just take an existing idea and make it better. Yeah. Just because the big players are doing it doesn't mean that you shouldn't do it. Why not take what they have worked on and make it better, mm. or put your own spin on it and see how far you get? Because Apple, the mo- Apple does that. Everything yeah. Apple does now has been done before, but they make it better and easier. That's it. I remember when I started, uh, or when I was like, oh, I just want to start a business, which was the you know the beginning of Spruce. And I remember I was just thinking, well, um, you, can, you can just copy whatever's happening in America. Yeah. So yeah. I remember I was reading, uh, you're probably familiar with it, inc.com forward slash startup, and yeah. I just read loads of them. And you kind of see kind of cool ideas, and... Um, uh, in there and you know that they're so young and you think well they've got they seem to be kind of getting some kind of traction and it'll be ages till they get over to Europe so why don't we just try and start it here and one other thing um, with uh, with kind of starting a business and I think this is what kind of puts most people off is one you know finding the idea is probably quite easy you know either you're copying yeah. someone else or you're kind of coming up with something novel but also it's kind of uh, I think what is a barrier to starting business is uh, and that's why I kind of immediately ha- had to seek the likes of Pat out yeah. um, and fortunately Pat sought me out first but um, is is again it brings back to that question you asked which is uh, knowing where your skill set lies and uh, and because that could very much put you off I was talking about you know starting a laundry an app based laundry company I don't know laundry yeah. or dry cleaning and I don't know Didn't. how to build an app yeah. So didn't I do now <laughs> sort of so so yeah again that's probably it's another barrier that um, that I think most people would have just it, do isn't it. a real barrier it's not yeah. a real barrier it's just in your head you said earlier basically take an idea just to make it better I know guys in Germany who saw Groupon and they copied that model in Germany and it did so well Groupon came in Germany and bought them for like sixty million they then thought okay we got the money we're going to do something else they took another idea from America. Best of the day with their money into that. After about two years, they're bought over by an American company who was doing that in America, bought them over. Because when they're coming into Europe, thinking, well, why spend money on building the market share when these guys are already doing it for it, already done it, mm. despite them now? So in some cases, look at that as well. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Well, it kind of, it kind of fits in with our... So, so another reason, I guess, why they were like that was why try and compete with these guys, we'll just kind of buy them out. Yeah. Um, 
uh, seeing as they've probably got a bit of traction in the market and that's kind of come that's kind of was the rationale behind our kind of what we're now rolling out which is a slightly pivoted version of our original business model um, which is basically giving the keys to their phone application and the website to existing laundrettes who already have market share and um, so rather than competing with them, which is what I think the other app-based laundry companies have been doing thus far, yeah. um, so that's become while we while that's while as I say we were kind of copying them originally to some extent, um, we've now kind of through having very little funding, you know, up until this point it was funded all by myself and Pat. We've been forced to think, right, what is the best thing we can do here? Uh, Pat was saying earlier on uh, in this some chapter in the in the lean startup where it's uh, it was it pivot or pr- persevere persevere. Yeah. So uh, I think we're we're very fortunate in that we can pivot, and it kind of it kind of comes back to what you're saying about um, about Groupon, where uh, all the guys that bought out Groupon, which is you know they've they've clearly thought, well, why compete with these guys? We just, we just buy them, and again, it's the same with us. We're kind of thinking, why compete? We'll just facilitate. Yeah, you know, and uh, there's there's a there is a huge demand yeah, just, for this. Why compete when you can build on the existing customer base? I suppose if you white label your product and say to the guys, here's a product that already exists, the mm. concept works, why don't you just, uh, instead of competing against us, why don't you just use our product? And for a small royalty fee a month, basically you can use us and it's a win-win. Yeah, well, the, the, the business model that we're going with is, um, and I was talking to Eleanor earlier and she's not keen on that when I said, uh, oh, it's sort of white label. Um, so <laughs> I have to come up with some way to describe this, but... The, the app is still a spruce app yeah. it opens up as a spruce app but it's a but um, the, the laundrette the, gets recognition yeah. after after signing the laundrette that will ultimately be the service provider has complete res- recognition including yeah. their prices their products the whole thing it almost is entirely their app yeah. which is uh, which is I think a much cleaner much more scalable business than what we were trying to proceed with and which is what our, our direct yeah. competitors were and also I guess for them they want to go and build their own app it's going to cost them time money where you can give it to them yeah, yeah exactly. like like we we talk with laundrettes and dry cleaners around the company uh, or around the company around the island and um, like the uh, they're aware of these overseas competitors they know they exist they're you know scared that they might come to Dublin or Belfast or cities even towns around the country and literally steal their business off them so when they heard of you know when we approached them and um, we offered this you know app based website solution that can empower them I mean that was music to their ears yeah because I've seen before guys have got this big uh, outdoor installation of machines you put money in and use them and that's thing that's planned to come here in Ireland but when you, you guys say well hold on a second why would you invest in equipment and you would outdoor work and get vandalised when you can just basically use use safe environment. Exactly, use what already exists, and uh, yeah, I mean the, the 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 portion of the market that we're going to try and roll out with and target initially is the big industri- the big laundrettes that pick up in bulk. Yeah. And um, they're crying out for an app solution. There are so many advantages uh, to them having an app foresight on their orders, all the rest of it. Um, an immediate uh, or a direct uh, contact with their customer rather than having to go through um, say the office manager Um, but yeah um, I think having 
having this threat, um, having a, a threat um, that already exists and they're also aware of, um, is kind of actually uh, going to make this easier easier for us to roll out. Another another kind of very very clear USP that we also have for effectively the, the for the service providers, the laundrette, is that Spruce also not only gives them an app, but we also act as a sales. And we also act as a sales um, and marketing team on behalf of the laundrette. And I guess like, well, something like Airbnb would use you guys because you're not fit for that guys, you fit right in. That's it, Airbnb have, uh, in Dublin, they've kind of, uh, they've suggested um, through their kind of partner program that they use Spruce. Yeah. Um, it's a great add-on to their business. Um, We've also been approached by a number of, a number of other um, a number of other kind of big um, accommodation providers to kind of again offer a service that just facilitates their own service.